Welcome to the Startup of the Year podcast, where each episode we showcase exciting new companies from around the world. This podcast is produced by Established, creators of the Startup of the Year program. Established is focused on helping organizations with their innovation, startup, and communication strategies. Thank you to our podcast sponsor, Silicon Valley Bank. All right, everyone. We're back again. It's the Startup of the Year podcast. This is the Mark Cuban episode. It's a very special episode today. We have got an interview with Mark Cuban, and we're going to talk about some of his investments. You guys probably know him from Shark Tank, the Dallas Mavericks, his own personal Mark Cuban company investments, as well as cameos on things like Billions and whatnot. How are you all feeling today? I've got a great cast of, of hosts today. We've got Lori Teal, we've got Rich Malloy, and Jen Consavo joining us from the Established and Startup of the Year team. How's it going, gang? Hey. Excellent. Hello, hello. <laughs> we're back again. This is episode four already. Can you believe it? <laughs> we're now we're now we're now we're cranking, right? Uh, <laughs> all right. So, how's everybody doing? You guys are getting excited about the South by Southwest coming up soon. Yeah, packed schedule. Can't wait to get down there. Yeah, it's this week. We're heading down, and we got some big things this weekend uh, with our startup of the year house mm-hmm. at South by Southwest. So. Uh, if you don't know about Startup of the Year in the house we have, just go to startupofyear.com slash SXSW for the South by Southwest stuff, or check out just the, the main URL at uh, startupofyear.com and find out more about everything we're up to. Um, today, we wanted to make a special note. Uh, we wanted to thank our sponsor, SVB. And Rich, you had a little bit of, of more insight into what they've been up to recently right, with their SVB Outlook report, which came out recently. Yes, absolutely. So the SVB startup outlook report this is the 10th year that they have been doing a startup outlook report and they've expanded to include us uk china and canada and looking at the us report there's some interesting things there's some things that you would expect as well some of the things that you would expect is is that the fundraising environment the perception of the fundraising environment uh from startups is hasn't changed very much they still only uh only about 24% of startups think that fundraising will be not challenging. Uh, and the number of startups that are going to go to venture capital or that are looking for exits really hasn't changed appreciably. You know, minor, some small changes here and there. We'll see how that trends, but it's not trending in one direction or the other consistently over the last few years. But some really interesting stuff. There was some some great news that um, uh, women in executive positions rose from 43% of the startups surveyed in 2018 to 53% of the startups in 2019. And also women wow. on board of directors went from 29% in 2018 to 37% in 2019. So, so nice. yeah, some great, um, some, some great movement from the startup community on that front. Um, still, I think some more ground to be gained on the board of director side, but the women in executive positions was a great, uh, great number to see jump up. Great. And where can you find this report? So if you go to, so you can go, you can find it on SVB's website, svb.com. You could also use our short link, which I'm sure we'll put in the show notes, but is soty.link slash svb19. Excellent. All right. Thanks so much, Rich. Mm -hmm. All right. So back to Mark Cuban, we all know him for some of the startups he's invested in too. So you guys, Dropbox was a big one, right? He's, he invested in Dropbox with his Mark Cuban companies. Um, how many people have used Dropbox, right? Probably oh, yeah. millions and millions. <laughs> um, and then we've got Magnolia Pictures, which is uh, creates films, right? So great documentaries. They have some drama, some action films, some horror films. Some of the, the bigger ones are like Enron's Smartest Guys in the Room, uh, Jiro Dreams of Sushi, and uh, Food, Inc. And then more recently, 
How many people have seen RBG? I did. <laughs> what are your thoughts? I loved it. So actually, uh, they were playing it on one of the flights I took recently. It must have been on American Airlines. And uh, yeah, it was it's fantastic. For anyone who wants to learn a little bit about one of our Supreme Court Chief Justices, um, RBG does this amazing job of going all the way back, showing her whole life story, um, which is really quite phenomenal, and everything up to where we are today. Excellent. And it, I think it was the most um, total gross, largest, you know, grossing film that they've put out uh, around like 14 um, million, something like that. So um, it's done really well as well. It came out just last year. So pretty cool. As well as um, what else have they they've got out there? Uh, he's got uh, this is a tough one. Rich, you use this, right? If yeah. <laughs> tell us about if I know a lot of people do. I don't use it, but others probably do. Yeah. So uh, if is a it's it's kind of a workflow automation tool where you can plug in uh, public APIs for a number of different things. And so one of my favorite ifs is that um, actually I have two favorites. So one is is that every time I make a post on Instagram, it posts it also to Twitter with the picture as a native media file. Uh, and so instead of using, um, uh, so instead of using just, a Instagram's functionality, which will just post a link, it, uh, posts a native media file with a link back to the Instagram post. And then the other That's that cool. I have is that it, whenever I make an Instagram post, it saves it to a folder on my Dropbox. Very cool. If only I knew. I, I wish I, wish uh-huh. I knew. <laughs> I'll help you set it up one when we're down at South by Frank. <laughs> Seems like I could do a lot. Um, I, I always love those inter kind of plumbing kind of products. I mean, that, that help make life easier. So it's kind of like the plumbing of the internet, it sounds like, or apps and whatnot. So that's pretty cool. All right. So as we, we've seen with some of those and, and, and as we continue to talk here, there's definitely a trend towards investing in businesses that are, are different, but also have, you know, kind of a long-term play. Um, why don't we talk about some of the, the uh, military founders that he's investing? Because he's he's done Shark Tank, right? We all know Shark Tank and and some of those companies. One of the first, one of the uh, military founders he's invested in though is a Shark Tank company. It's called Gripmat. It was uh, founded by a uh, U.S. Air Force uh, airman, right? That came out and figured out a problem uh, and created a a place, uh, basically a mat that you'd put on like a when you're doing work on a plane. So think about like when you're doing like auto work or whatever, or anything within an engine, like you've got pl- like weird surfaces that you want to put things on, but they're, they're not necessarily flat. So he created this mat to be able to put the products, uh, put the things you're like the tools and whatnot on a product that doesn't, doesn't really shift and won't like drop through like to the, to the engine or whatever. So it's this high friction surface. It allows you to place tools in it. And he started on air, aircraft and now it's moved to other, other industries as I mentioned auto and others. So, uh, pretty interesting. Um, I think, you know, Mark invested it in, in Shark Tank, which is pretty cool. You know, you know, I got to meet this founder and, um, it was so obvious why Mark Cuban invested in him because you, know, you can tell from the guy just, you know, who he is as a person. He came up with this idea. He believed in it. He used, you know, every penny he had. Mm-hmm. And he was really, if you want to talk about like grassroots marketing and, and guerrilla marketing efforts, you know, he was out there at trade shows. He was, he learned everything the hard way. Um, but basically he's, he's one of those super tenacious founders who just never gave up. And, uh, and he's really open to feedback and, and you can tell that he's just the kind of founder that someone like Mark Cuban loves. Yeah. And he, he's also, um, he's a hustler, right? He's kind of like, a I I think he'd even define himself as more like a, a hustler slash, um, 
hip-hop star pumping his, like, instead of pumping his music, he's pumping the grip mat, and he's out there hustling it all the time. So um, he's, he's, it's Tom Burden is who we're talking about, the CEO. And he, um, you know, he's been a Forbes 30 under 30. He's He's uh he's he's taken a long way and he's you know it's 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 really interesting to continue to watch the trajectory of that company. Next up, we've got another military company. We've got Zorba, which is a machine learning and AI company. Um, and so it's interesting. So Mark is really big on learning and continuing to learn, lifetime learning, and uh, in and pushing himself even to get to know things that he may not know anything about. So one of those things I think is you know machine learning and 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 AI and you know, there's a race right now in the AI space to, to figure out, uh, you know, the one that controls kind of AI could, could be a really powerful, whether it be country or company or, or whatnot. So I feel like this is, you know, really interesting. It's a, an AI, uh, company and he's, um, it's, it's still in the early stages. Uh, but you know, they're really focused on working to protect, um, people and improve the bottom line and, and make the world safer. So kind of a, you know, obviously a feel good story too there, but, um, still, you know, a little bit um, on the vague side as to what exactly they're doing. So, uh, <laughs> does anybody, want to, does anybody want to add anything there? I did see that on the 21st of February, they um, announced that they had raised the three million in seed round led by CRV. Oh, cool! Um, and that they were going to be looking at things like optimizing the placement of vehicles in real time. Mm-hmm. with machine learning and plugging into city, city analytics and so forth. So um, I think there's going to be, you'll start seeing more about them, but it, yeah, it was a little, a little bit. Um, it's top secret. Light. Yeah. It was a little bit late, late, but I, I did happen to come across the uh, blog post they put on the 21st to announce that they had gotten their, their next round of seed money. Very cool. Very and cool. so they're still startup of the year worthy at this point, right? Says it's a three million seed round. I I would think so. Yeah, as long as they don't have some other secret funding or something, or right. are, are like twenty years old. So, um, right. Yeah. So, uh, so that could be interesting. We should probably reach out to them and see if they want to get involved in something we're up to. Um, and then let's see. Uh, next one: combat flip flops. Anybody have want to talk about combat flip flops? Looked like a nice mission there, and um, always in search of a good flip flop. So I'm going to give that a shot for the for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> so Com- Combat Flip Flops makes clothing for men and women to provide economic opportunities for citizens in war-stricken countries and help in- establish growth for local charities and businesses. So um, supporting education, economic uh, prosperity, and peace. That's a really good set of words <laughs> in a mission. So yeah, it's it's a feel good another feel good company. Um, military uh, founders and. Um, doing good, which is kind of now we're seeing a theme, right? With mm-hmm. some of these companies. So that's kind of interesting too. Um, and I, you know, I'm a sucker for flip-flops as well. Who, who isn't right? <laughs> Especially in the summer. But on the same hand, what I love is that you see this vast, you know, variety of companies, um, that Mark's invested in. And like you touched on before, it's, you know, he's, he's looking for, for something really good in the founder. Mm-hmm. Um, he's looking at really interesting businesses and he's not afraid to dive into areas and really learn about them if he doesn't already have a solid base. And so he's known for, you know, jumping into whether it's AI for dummies or taking an online course to learn more about it. You know, he's, he sort of, um, you know, puts himself out there as a lifelong learner. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, we talked about the military founders. We've, he's also got a lot of female-led companies, and so I want to shift gears and talk about that. I mean, it's something we really um, feel strongly about is we, you know, try to really find both uh, minority founders and as well as women-led companies 
and include him in our programs. And so it's great to see him investing as well. And um, one of which I actually wrote an article about for American Airlines a few years ago. It's called Monkey Map. And it's based out of Austin, Texas. Uh, two female founders um, figured out this idea of like, you know, when you're at the airport, or you're at like some other public place and you've got a, a little one. Um, you kind of don't want to let them run around on the roll around on the ground, even though that's what they want to do, because it's kind of gross and you don't know when the last time they vacuum the floor is. So basically monkey mat allows you to create this. It's a very portable mat, allows you to kind of throw it on the ground and create like almost like a picnic mat for um, your kids, which is pretty cool and allows them to just play on it. And then obviously you can go home and wash it. It's very water resistant and, and whatnot, but a uh, pretty cool idea and something <laughs> that we all <laughs> could probably use. Totally. Yeah, that was a great one. <laughs> I, I saw that and I thought about the, um, the bulky mats that we carry or the bulky blankets that we carry around to, um, mm. for, you know, put down for the kids to play on, on, on the airport floors when we take trips. Right. Airport floor is like the perfect. Or on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, half the time your kid is like literally sitting on the floor and you're trying to keep them from eating whoever's pretzels fell, you know, on the previous flight. So, you know, these things are really portable. Like you can just throw it in your bag or, you know, when the kids are really little in a diaper bag and, and take it with you. So it's, it was actually a really cool innovation, scratching your own itch, you know, seeing like, wow, this is a problem and no one else has solved it. So I'm going to. Um, next one is Veggie Mama. This is a fun name, right? Power, powerful plant-based supplements and drink mixes um, to flush your toxins and restore your body. I, I think I could use one of those pretty much all the time. Um, I'm not sure if there's a limit on the amount of times you can use one, but uh, does anybody want to weigh in on, on Veggie Mama? Jen, come on. This is right up your alley. <laughs> so, uh, you know, what I like about this is, um, and these are like, you know, again, plant-based supplements and drink mixes to, to basically detox. But what mm-hmm. I liked is again, just like monkey mat, um, mm-hmm. this is like, you know, a, a husband and wife woke up one day and decided they were really tired of feeling bad and, uh, and decided to make some changes and, you know, voila, veggie mama was born. Um, so, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of like thinking about what do you need and, um, and coming up with something that, you know, other people are going to have the same need. Right. So these are great for routine cleanses or, um, or just something you just want to reset your body. So you go on to veggie mama and you can order these little detox kits and, um, and get them sent right to you. Speaking of detox, this is kind of a funny quick story, but Jen and I, before this call decided to have some kombucha and we didn't realize that we accidentally opened a kombucha that was filled with alcohol. Uh, well, and, they all have a little alcohol. Yeah. But, but this <laughs> one, I think we accidentally bought the wrong kind. It's like a hard kombucha. Yeah. So we started drinking and we're like, whoa, this is a little <laughs> harsh. So yeah, we quickly quickly stopped. We probably should have kept going. But um, yeah, kind of uh, another, I love kombucha. So I think uh, Veggie Mama sounds right up my alley as well. All right. So... No other thoughts? We'll move on to U-Beam, which U-Beam is actually uh, really interesting. It's been kind of, it was very hush-hush for a few years. Uh, it was founded by Meredith Perry, um, and it's basically, the whole idea of it was to create um, this the ability for you to power your phone or electronic device through the air, through portable, um, through, you know, wirelessly. So if you could imagine um, you're trying to get your phone continually charged, well, imagine if you could just do it through the airwaves. So that was the the value proper. That's what they were trying to do. Um, and eventually, you know, it's very hush hush. I think they they eventually launched like a 
uh, a beta or a prototype a little bit ago, and then uh, Meredith hired a new CEO and, and has since moved on to, I think, just a board seat. But they raised a bunch of funding. I think like Tony Shea was involved in the early uh, rounds, as well as a bunch of others that were very notable. And uh, it's like Wi-Fi for energy. So pretty interesting, innovative. And company. they use ultrasound. So they're, they're using a technology that's, you know, pretty, uh, pretty standard now in, in medical care for different things. And, um, you know, Rich, what's the, what's the quote you used earlier? This is, this is the magic that we're all waiting for. Yeah. This is Arthur C. Clarke's, um, quote. I think it was his third law was any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. And Mm -hmm. when I saw you be my, that's exactly what I thought of. I love magic. And uh, I could see why. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I could see why they. She gathered a bunch. Of, I mean, including Mark Cuban and others uh, as investors. And then she's got a heck of a board as well. It's a lot of notable people. And then to, I think we were just doing a little bit of recon. And today they put out a press release today about um, you know their their latest um, customer development kits and some upcoming events they're going to be at. So they're continuing to push ahead, and um, it's really interesting. I'd love to be able to try it sometime. All right. So any other thoughts on Ubeam? Okay. No, I'm just excited for wireless charging. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, as long as it doesn't harm us, I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So next up, we've got um, the startup, some startup, a startup of the year story. Um, so Mark Cuban invested in a company a few years ago um, that was part of our startup of the year um, event, and uh, the company is iLumi. And the time they were based out of Dallas. If you go to iLumi.co, you'll find out more about it. But it's you know it create they created a family of Bluetooth enabled smart uh, light bulbs that you can control from your phone you know whether you're on iOS iOS or uh, Android you can basically light the interiors and change the color of the phone of the actual um, light on your phone as well as do do a number of cool like personalized uh, things to kind of set the atmosphere in the room so really cool device uh, or or product and you know I think it had some things to do with like the music it's playing it can like make it into like pulsating like the music and, and a lot of different things like that. So um, they started in the fall of 2010. So it's been around a, a while and it's founded by Corey Egan and his um, classmate uh, in his MBA program. And they really took the, took the vision a long way and um, continued to kind of gain, gain momentum and then started building it out in 2011. And um, here we are in 2019 and they're um, they're still going, uh, at this point, you know, they've raised a bunch and they, they, you know, it's one of those products that they just, they have a website, they sell it through Amazon as well, I think, and, you know, a couple other outlets and they're now just continuing to evolve it and grow it and sell it. And, um, Corey has since moved on, um, to take kind of a board role last year and they brought on a new CEO to continue to drive it forward. Um, but Corey, you know, reached, we reached out to him, get an update and he said he's moved on to another Mark Cuban funded company, um, NanoVision as their director of product. So it's great to see him jumping on to another um, product based on, you know, past connections from his other startup. So um, seems like it's still going. So if you want to check it out, ilumi, I-L-U-M-I.co. And uh, you find out more about it. Oh, yeah. No, I was just going to say, I really I really like this product. They've got more competition these days, but they were one of those sort of first in category, if not the first, then one right. of the very first. Um, but it's, it's just a really fun thing. The, the bulbs last like 20 years. They're more yeah. energy efficient than regular bulbs and they can really set the mood and, and just kind of be a fun, like if you entertain, if you have people right. over, um, it's a, it's a fun way to entertain, to set the mood for something. And like you said, you can, there's all these different settings so you can change the color, you can change the rhythm. It can create a little bit of a light show. It's just mm-hmm. really fun. 
It is fun. And it's kind of magical too. It is. Right. So cool. So that's, that was kind of our connection with, with Mark and one of the companies he's, he's looked at other companies that we've had through our start of the year program, um, and didn't invest, but other sharks did. So, uh, we didn't, one of those is Benji lock, um, which we've had through, um, but we wanted to focus on the one that what he did fund. And, uh, and then, you know, we wanted to actually share our, our, our chat with Mark. So let's, let's hear what Mark has to say, shall we? Yeah. So you just were here speaking at AFWorks Vegas, and you talked to a bunch of airmen um, about you know innovation and entrepreneurship. Um, just wanted to get your take on you know what are you looking to, for as put your investor hat on because you're okay. It's on. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. <laughs> Got the hat on. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for in startups or that are you know led by veterans or in the gov tech space? Like what is what is it? It's always for? it's always the same. I mean, I want something that's unique and you know slash differentiated. Right. Something that makes you say you know why didn't I think of that or it makes right. perfect sense. I'm shocked no one has done it before. Right. Um, that's first, and because those are the easiest to invest in, and those move forward the quickest. And then, you know, every now and then, you want something that is just a better version um, with a unique element. But typically, you want something that's just completely differentiated. Right. And so you probably and that is across the board, not just the space or right, right. Space. If, you know, for anything. And I mm-hmm. think you know, for veterans, um, they're used to being disciplined. They're used to working hard. They're used to you know process, and that's always good. But sometimes it's a challenge for them to to let go of the process and, right. and, and that's what you right. have to do as an entrepreneur and so you know where you know I've got a lot of veteran in, um, owned or operated companies and mm-hmm. sometimes you've got to you know get them to just let go you know take the, let the left brain take over instead right. of the right brain think outside a little bit yeah. right with their norm okay that makes sense um, as an investor what annoys you the most with kind of early stage startups what do you see that just you're like oh this isn't um, probably number one is they think raising money is an accomplishment right. or they think that there's a need there's always a need to raise money Mm -hmm. when in reality it's not an accomplishment it's an obligation and that the more you can accomplish organically without raising money or raising any more money the more the company you own and you know it's it's typically a a great indication that business is good and things are moving forward and so you know moving away from the let's raise 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 um, or let's try to you know, create metrics that are geared towards investors as opposed to just creating a, a cash flow um, based company. I love it. So you're you're an advocate for the bootstrap for the beginning. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Sweat yeah. equity is the best equity. Right. You know, if, if you can make it work um, mm-hmm. just off your own, you know, drive and innovation, mm-hmm. that's always going to be the best company. Okay. And so along those same lines, you've started a bunch of different companies. How long do you take that until you finally do some, you know, you're like, okay, now I need to get that investor in there? Um, you go in, until you can't get to the next stage, right? right? Um, and so there, there are ways to run. It really depends. And it's not just that. It, it really depends on your personal goals. Right. You know, some people just don't want to work for somebody else. And right. there's, you know, if they hit a certain income level, that's fine. Right. You know, some people like the freedom. You know, if, the, if you reach a, a success level where you're paying your bills, you're putting some money in the bank, you're saving for your retirement, and you get to spend time with your family, that's a balance that you might not get in a job. Right. Mm-hmm. And so kind of like you. you, know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and so... Um, you know, it really depends. You have to really be honest with yourself and understand right. your personal goals, because not everybody is willing to put their entire lives off to the side. That makes sense. And then now, you know, now you're the Dallas Dallas Mavericks owner. Um, you're doing that. That's your main focus. Is it? Is it would you say? Or um, no, no. I mean, the Mavs, other than free agency over the summer, the, rep, the right. Mavs pretty much run themselves. Okay. You know, I'm not out there hitting jumpers anymore. You know, <laughs> not that I could. But, you know. Yeah, if they need help, right? Right. I mean, I keep no. on saying that. They keep right. on not asking. Oh man. But with that, let's say you're out there. 
there, somebody's listening and they want to someday own a sports franchise, you know, how do you get into that? If make you're... a lot of money. There's only one way. <laughs> Step make a one. Shitload of money. <laughs> Step one. Usually, make a lot of money. Make a lot of money, and then after that, bid on it on the team that you want. Okay. For, prepare to spend a lot of money. <laughs> prepare to spend a lot of money. So it's non. It's kind of like owning a boat. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Except that you know that your favorite day isn't the day you sold it. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So today, what kinds of businesses excite you? Um. You know, machine learning, neural networks, um, deep learning, mm-hmm. you know, all the different subsections of AI, um, mm-hmm. computer vision, mm-hmm. and unique applications. Um, you know, a lot of people like to use AI as a buzzword and, mm-hmm. you know, all the other words I mentioned as buzzwords, right. but they don't truly understand how to acquire the data, process data, mm-hmm. um, optimize data, and really apply it. Mm-hmm. And so looking for companies that have a unique application. So how did you learn all that? About, I just spent uh, yeah. the time. You spent the time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, the beauty of technology is if, if you're willing to put in the time, mm-hmm. you can learn anything. Right. You know, it might take longer for me than some others, but, you <laughs> know. pretty amazing. Like, back in the day, you had to go to school to do something. Or Encyclopedia, Encyclopedia Britannica, back, yeah, right, back yeah. in the day, right? Yeah. But now the Internet, it's yeah. all there. Well, you know, it's, it's there. Um, there's tutorials online. Right. There's Coursera, et cetera. Right. Um, but, you know, I've gone to AWS and just done their machine learning tutorials. I've right. gone online and, you know, watched, you know, the MIT Introduction mm-hmm. to Neural Networks. And, and it's just a matter of time and effort. And right. once, once you figure it out, you know, then I'm able to apply it to, you know, with all my business experiences mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and figure out how to put it to use. So if you were to start a startup today, what would it be? Would it be in that space or something else? It'd be something I'm good in, right? Yeah. The, the key to AI and, and making it work is you need, you can have, if you understand um, the basics of AI and how to create something on your own, mm-hmm. then you could apply it to wherever you have domain knowledge. It could right. be Shakespeare, mm-hmm. it could be sports, it could be the military, it could be anything. Right. Okay, just a couple more questions. I know you gotta, you got to run, but uh, you're amazing at uh, productivity. Uh, your productivity hack, I'd love to learn. How do you get back to so many people on email? You're, you are so good at it. Because I, I don't do phone calls or meetings. Right, okay, you know, so everything's email. Yeah, I mean, because that's the only way. I mean, I've got emails going back to the 80s, literally, um, wow. from CompuServe. Wow. Um, because my memory is not that good. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm going to find something, I, I want to be able to search for it. Okay. And so that, um, and, you know, in meetings, 99% of how the kids, mm-hmm. where's the Danish, right. you know, the seat's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, there's there an old school company called Cabletron. I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember. Way back mm-hmm. in the day, it was a networking company. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy, it was Tom something or other, and he would not hold, in his conference rooms, there were no seats. Oh. You can only you had to stand up, which meant people got through those meetings. Right, it's quick. I'm like, it was a quick meeting. If yeah. you have to game it just right. like that, and yeah. that's your hack, right? I'm right, like, get it done. Yeah. Torch it, right? I'm just going to go. Let's use email, and you know, where where I need to make a phone call or where I need to do something face to face, I'll do it. Okay, uh, who do you look for for inspiration? Or where do you look for inspiration? Doesn't have to be a who. My kids, I think. Okay. You know, okay. my dad passed away recently, so I used to, used to um, look to my dad. But mm-hmm. um, my kids, because it's it's their world. I want to make sure that they live in a world that that we all like and we mm-hmm. all are proud of, and mm-hmm. you know, they they have a future to look forward to that's better than what we have now. Okay. Final question. Any political aspirations? We'll see. Twenty twenty is coming. Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's why you. I came and spoke here because you know someone's got to be there for these guys. Right. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here at Afro Thank you, Vegas. Frank. Thanks yeah, for what you're thank, doing yeah, Thank you. Take care. It's always fun to hear from Mark Cuban. <laughs> Definitely. It was, it was a delight for me to get a chance to talk to him. Um, got a chance to sync up with him. I really appreciate it. I've known him for um, quite, a t- quite a long time um, through email. He's the best email 
person I've ever met. Like if you send him an email, he'll send you a reply. Like it's ridiculous. Like not uh, just a reply, but, but usually right away. Yeah. Right away. And not to, he doesn't do phone calls, which I love. I wish I could switch to that mode. He does everything in email. He only does phone calls when he needs to. Everything's email. He's got archives for like the last whatever, how many years. And, um, my, my kind of quick version of how we got connected was back in the day I was working on, uh, on a product that scratched a niche that I was working on in the blogosphere. There's a lot of spam blogs or splogs. He had invested in a company that called ice rocket. That was a blog search engine. This is before Google and others index uh, blogs. And there were all these spam blogs popping up, putting ads out there and they were clogging up the blogosphere. Oh my gosh, what should we do? Blogosphere is totally clogged. So we created, I created something called splog reporter, which reported splogs and I was actually quoted and, and talked about in the same Wall Street Journal article as Mark Cuban because he was also quoted in that same article. And then we got connected through that and we actually started to try to figure out if there's a way to work together on Ice Rocket. And that's kind of, that was, boy, how long ago was that? 2004 or five? So it's been a while. So that, and obviously just kept connected over the years. So it's great to catch up with Mark. Such a nice guy uh, for being um, obviously one of the more busy people probably that I, I know. So Jen, do you have any thoughts? I like this comment about the presidency. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that was, we'll have to wait and see, right? We'll have um, to wait and see. See what happens. Um, but yeah, uh, wanted to talk about one company. So he talked a lot about um, learning and, and machine learning and AI. And I find that it really interesting as we talked about earlier, you know, the lifetime learning. Well, let's talk about um, one of his companies he invested in recently and that went through our daily deal flow because uh, they're raising right now is um, Mycroft AI. Chris, do you want to share a little bit about what they're up to? Absolutely. So, Mycroft is a it's an it's a private, open artificial intelligence platform. And so, imagine a Siri, Alexa, or Google Assistant, uh, but not plugged into any major corporation. And so, this enables any developer to create a voice controlled or AI enabled home device that. It will protect your privacy. Will provide it that that corporation does right, but isn't reliant on Siri, Amazon, or um, uh, you know, or Google. And tell me, I'm sure you've all had this experience. We've had a lot of these lately in um, in the Malloy household, where uh, we talk, we're we're talking about something, and just the next time you open your phone, there's an ad for what you were just talking about that's, that's come up in, <laughs> oh, you know, that, that, in yes, that happens all the time. They're listening. Right? They're, they're listening probably right now. All they're, they're all listening. And so I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, um, you know, you know, now that you mentioned Mycroft that you're going to get an ad for Mycroft, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> so the, you know, so I just, I just, I love platforms. Platforms are really hard to build, but when they're done right, they're, they're incredibly powerful. I love that this creates an opportunity for everybody to go out and build on top of their platform and build something that has, you can build in your own data concerns and your own data privacy, um, and still get all of the benefits of a, of a whole system or a voice control or of AI, uh, and so we, you know, so we featured them in the, um, in the daily deal flow a few weeks ago, and they also were running, uh, a, um, uh, a crowdfunding campaign on start engine. And so full disclosure, I put a little bit in, into it, not a whole lot, but, um, oh, I was right. such a big right. fan of the platform that, um, uh, so I put some, so I put a, you know, a small investment of my personal money into that, uh, into that, um, that crowd raising, they raised over a million dollars on start wow. engine. 
So you put a lot in there, huh? I uh, yeah. So you know they raised a <laughs> <laughs> million dollars plus my my uh, pocket change. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. No, it sounds like a really great platform, and again, fit in trend with what Mark was talking about, with what he's kind of really interested in right now, and what he's continuing to learn. Um, it's really cool. And I should mention we were really thankful and appreciative that we were able to get the chance to talk to him at AFWorks, which is you know uh, innovation hub here in Las Vegas that we are you know continuing to work with and as they continue to do more interesting programs around Air Force. So he was out talking to some um, military veterans. That's really cool. All right. So really to wrap this up, because we've already done so much here, I wanted to get your guys' take on, you know, I got a chance to talk to Mark. What are you guys, what would you have asked Mark? If you had a chance to ask Mark Cuban one thing. I would ask him, what's the best way to get deals in front of you to co-invest? Or if you're a startup, What's the best way to get your startup in front of him to have him invest? I would ask which startup, what startup was the one that got away? (laughs) Uh, Probably would put Uber in there. Oh, okay. Because he um, invested in Mark, or Mark invested in Travis Kalnick's first company, uh, Red Swoosh, and Red Swoosh exited and and then came back and Travis came back with Uber and, um, you know, he didn't invest. He, you know, didn't get back to it in time, I think. Isn't that how it went, Jen? I, I, I seem to recall him saying something about maybe he was haggling over the terms right. or something, and then he, he missed it. <laughs> yeah. So that's one. I don't know if that's his biggest, but that's a big one. Obviously, very thankful for the chance to talk about uh, everything he's been up to and get a chance to talk to him. Any last thoughts before we get, head out on episode four of Startup of the Year podcast? Don't forget to, don't forget to subscribe to... Uh, the Daily Deal Flow. Don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast. And go check out SVB's Startup Outlook Report for 2019. Definitely follow along. And if you are a company interested in getting involved, um, definitely send it our way as well. There's a link to be able to uh, apply. Um, you can apply for Startup of the Year and as well as get involved in, in some of these other opportunities. Um, I can vouch or, you know, just uh, to add to that, recently with Daily Deal, um, someone that came through our application for Startup of the Year um, marked daily that they would be interested in the Daily Deal flow. And because of that, they've already been contacted by a potential investor. So it really does work. So <laughs> you want to just want to give a little shout out about that. I love that story. That really validates everything we're doing. And uh Obviously, it's a good note to kind of sign off on. So we'll all be out in Austin soon looking at a bunch of great companies, and we're going to continue to cast. So thank you all for listening, and come back soon. Oh, shoot. We got to get out of here. There's a shark. (laughs) (laughs) Quick. Everyone exit. Everyone have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Everyone exit. (laughs) Your startup. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thanks for listening to the Startup of the Year podcast. Be sure to subscribe and we'll be back with another episode soon.